This week on Talking Central Arizona Sports, playoffs begin for local high school boys basketball teams with a brand new March Madness type of flair. Hello everyone, my name is Torrance Dunham and welcome to a weekly podcast catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams. Part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps along with interviews with coaches and players and much more. The show starts with the beginning of the boys basketball state playoffs and the brand new AIA Open State Championship. Fans of March Madness in college will love this, as it takes the top 32 teams in the state and throws them into a bracket to see which team is the best. And Bradshaw and Prescott are both competing in the inaugural event. Bradshaw enters as the number 15 seed and will take on number 18 seed St. Mary's at home, while Prescott is the number 23 seed and will face number 10 seeded Sunny Slope on the road. Both games take place on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Before we get into those games, let's take a look back at each of the team's spectacular regular seasons. Starting off with the 4A Grand Canyon region champion Bears, who went 17-1 overall and 11-1 in region play, ending the season as the number three ranked team in the 4A conference. The Bears' only loss on the season was to rival Prescott on the road on January 26th. They got the win against Prescott on their home court earlier that month. Prescott, meanwhile, finished just behind the Bears in the 4A Grand Canyon region at 16-2 overall and 11-1 in the region, and are on fire, having won 10 straight to end the regular season. They are the number 5 ranked team in the 4A Conference. Bradshaw will take on fellow 4A Conference opponent St. Mary's in the Open Championship, who went 12-6 overall and won the 4A Desert Sky region with a 9-1 region mark. They ended the season winning three straight, a win for the Bears would set up either a home matchup on Friday against 31-seeded Gilbert or a road game against the number 2-seeded ALA Gilbert North Eagles. Either scenario has a 7 p.m. start time. Prescott, meanwhile, plays Sunny Slope from the 6A Conference. The Vikings win 13-5 overall and won the Desert Valley region with an 8-2 mark. They are also ending the season playing well, having won 6 straight. A win for the Badgers would set up either a home game against 26-seeded Central or a road game against 7-seeded Campo Verde on Friday. Game time for either scenario would be 7 p.m. The head coaches for the Bradshaw Mountain and Prescott boys basketball teams join the show next. But first, winter is here. Can your heater handle it? Yavapai Plumbing and Heating will keep your home warm and toasty all winter long. Go to ypeinc.com to schedule your service. That's ypeinc.com. Welcome back to Talking Central Arizona Sports. Thanks for giving this podcast a listen. Joining the show to continue talking Bradshaw Mountain Boys Basketball is head coach Kane Atkinson. Kane, how are you? I'm good, Torrance. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Looking forward to some high school playoff basketball. What a season for the Bears. Your first year leading the team, 17-1 overall and 11-1 in the region. A region championship and now heading to the new Open State Championship 
as the 15th seed against the 18th seeded St. Mary's. Before we talk that game and playoffs in general, what are your thoughts about the regular season and what made the team so successful? Uh, it's been a it's been a great season. You know, it's been very exciting. It's you know, I I owe everything to the kids. You know, they did a great job from day one of you know buying into to what I needed them to buy into and um, the willingness to just get to work and the willingness to limit excuses and the and the willingness just to become, you know, tougher individuals, just, you know, both on and off the court. Um, so this, this season has been very, very special for me. It's probably been one of my more, more special teams and one of the more special groups of kids that I've had the privilege of coaching. And, you know, like I said, it all, it all, it, it all is because of these kids. They, they've done a great job and I couldn't, couldn't have been more proud of them. Yeah. Going a little bit further on that, taking over the team this summer would you ever believe that your first season with the Bears would be seventeen and one? Uh, you know, I, I I had thought that we had a chance to be pretty special. Um, I thought that we had, you know, a lot of talent, but it all I also knew that it was it was gonna take a lot of hard work and a lot of, you know, maybe maybe some, you know, bad habits to kind of get rid of. And, you know, like I said, I knew that we had it in us, but I didn't know that that they would be able to to pretty much just buy into everything that I wanted him to buy into. And I mean, they've done a great job. Of course, that loss was to Prescott on the road a few weeks back, but the team responded with three straight victories to end the season. Where's the confidence of the team right now? Um, I think the confidence is pretty high. I think that, you know, all season we've, you know, we've, we played pretty confidently and, you know, we think that we're one of the better teams in the state, but you know, me personally, I don't think, you know, going back to that Prescott game and, you know, these last couple of weeks, um, I don't think we've we've really played our best basketball. I think that, you know, we're kind of limping a little bit to the finish line. We, we have some, quite a few guys kind of banged up and, and battling some sickness. And, you know, I think that um, we've been given a little bit of time off and, you know, we're kind of kind of get, getting back to, you know, our old selves and not feeling so sick and not being so hurt and, um but yeah, we're, we're looking forward to playoffs for sure. The Bears are participating in the Open State Championship, which includes the top 32 basketball teams in the state, not just the 4A conference. What are you looking forward to with the home game on Wednesday against St. Mary's? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely excited for it. I think that this, you know, this Open tournament, I think that it's a, it's a very awesome for the kids. I think that it, you know, I've always wanted to, to contend against the top teams in the state and you know, just my playing career just reminds me a lot of a lot of that. You know, I've always wanted to play the best teams and the and the. You know, I I I just really love to compete, and so having this opportunity to, you know, see where we stack up against the top thirty-two teams in the state, I think that is you know really special for the kids, and you know it's really really special for me as a coach as well because I know, I know how hard of how hard of work they've they've put into this season, and you know it's we're looking forward to it, and I'm. I know I'm very excited, and I know the team's very excited. You know, it kind of brings that March Madness flair to the high school level, which, you know, obviously some of these kids, um, they aspire for the next level at college and where hopefully they will participate in March Madness. Right. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a great opportunity. And, you know, I think that especially with these first two rounds when we're still able, you know, if – whatever happens if we ended up losing or whatever, we still have an opportunity to come back to the 4A tournament. And, you know, like you said, just having that, that March Madness feel and, you know, that tournament feel, that playoff feel, you know, I know that for me as a player, 
you know, there, there wasn't anything like it. You know, I, that was something that I, you know, some of my most cherished memories uh, were playing, you know, state playoff basketball. I assume the gym will be packed and loud for that game. How much does that help with an atmosphere like that in the playoffs? Um, I think that it's exciting. You know, I think that it's just exciting that we're able to get a home game and, and to have, you know, student support, um, fan support, admin, you know, support, and just having that comfort of, you know, playing playing in our home gym where we grind and get better every single day, you know. So I think that the kids are really looking forward to it. And um, I know that we're just, you know, really excited to compete. Um you know, it's going to be fun. We know that St. Mary's is a very, very talented, uh, good basketball team. So we're just looking looking forward to the challenge. What is the one thing the Bears need to do to be successful in the playoffs uh, in the Open State Championship? But obviously, if you guys don't make it to the end of the Open State Championship, then the 4A uh, state playoffs. Right. Uh, I think just, you know, sticking to our fundamentals and, and, and sticking to, you know, what's made us successful all season. You know, really trying to execute an offense, uh, being hard to guard, um, running an offense for a period of time. Um, We can't get into this run and gun um, style of a game that a lot of teams want to play in Arizona. Um, You know, sticking to our defensive um, fundamentals um, and then just being as tough as we possibly can on the defensive end of the floor. And, you know, hopefully we can we can do a better job of limiting our 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 turnovers. Um, But for the most part, we. We know that every game, every, you know, every team is going to be a, a tough challenge for us. And, you know, like I said, we're, we're really excited to compete. Kane, thank you for joining the show. Good luck against St. Mary's on Wednesday and look forward to having you back on as the playoffs continue. Yes, sir. Very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Joining the show now to continue talking Prescott High School boys basketball is head coach Travis Stedman. Travis, how are you? I'm awesome, Torrance. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. It's the uh, one of the best times of the year, high school playoff basketball. Uh, for you guys, a marvelous regular season going 16-2 and 11-1 and in the region, finishing as the number five ranked team in the 4A conference. Uh, before we talk playoffs, just what are your thoughts about the regular season and what made the team successful? Uh, you know, honestly, it was a pretty historic season for the uh, for the Badgers this year. We uh, won twenty games for the first time in since I think two thousand or sorry nineteen ninety six, and uh, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was a, it was a really nice year for the squad. And honestly, I mean, I think all the success, all the success comes to the experience and the and the play of the kids. I mean, we uh, we had some kids really really show up this year and, and really buy into what we have going on and. And, uh, you know, that really uh, really spoke to the success of the season, for sure. So, last time we spoke, it was before a huge win against Bradshaw on your home floor. You guys have now won 10 games in a row heading into the playoffs. What is the confidence of this team right now? You know, we're trending in the right direction. Honestly, we've been playing the best basketball that we've played all year over the last two weeks, and we're we're heading the right way. And so it's always nice to be peaking when you go into playoffs. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the goal as a, as a coach and as a team that that's what ends up happening. And, you know, we, uh, we're heading in that right direction and, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty excited about it. The Badgers are participating in the open state championship, which includes the top 32 basketball teams in the state, not just the 4A conference as the number 23 seed versus number 10, sunny slope on the road this Wednesday, what are you looking forward to with that game? You know, it, uh, it's funny. We used to play Sunny Slope back when I first started coaching at 
at Prescott, they were actually in our region. And that's how much the, the state has changed. And that's how much the, the schools have grown and that kind of thing. And you know, I think Sunny Slopes won a couple state titles between now and then. And, uh, you know, they're an extremely well-coached team. And, you know, we got to go to their place where they don't lose very often. And they, you know, defensively, they're incredible and they have some athletes. And so it uh, definitely was going to challenge us when we uh, when we take the floor. But I honestly, I really like the matchup because the nice thing about basketball is they have to compete against us too. So I know that they're going to be prepared, but I'm, I'm just excited for the opportunity. So what are your thoughts on this new March Madness style bracket kind of bringing that you know, madness to the high school level. It's kind of neat, actually, when you think about it. You know, there's there's a lot that goes into everything, and this kind of mitigates a lot of it. I mean, obviously, there's no perfect perfect answer for anything, but this kind of mitigates a lot of it. And, you know, when you throw this stuff together and you still have the opportunity to – you can win an open state title, you can win a game in the open tournament and still go back and – if you lose within the first couple of rounds of the open tournament, you end up back in your your uh, corresponding conference state playoffs. So it's not like you know you're not trying to you're not trying to squander the end of the season just so you don't end up in the open. Like you can go compete and and then put yourself up against the best teams in the state. And if that doesn't work out, you can still win a state title. So it's uh it's really neat. And anytime you have the opportunity to play against these teams, like we've had the we had a couple opportunities this summer to play. I would say we played about half of these these teams in the in the open, a little, maybe a little bit less. And you know, it's kind of nice that we get to do that on a stage like this too. So, so uh, what is one thing the Badgers need to do to be successful, not only in the uh, open state championship, but uh, if you do, as you mentioned, uh, not make it to the finals of the open state championship, then the four A uh, state championship. You know, it's it's the same thing for us every every game. I mean, we've got to defend and we've got to control the pace. And and if we can do both of those things, we're you know with our squad and the, and the talent that we have around it, we're a really tough out. I mean, it's uh, if we can sit down and guard and and do the things that we need to on that end of the bat on that end of the floor. I mean, yeah, shoot the the group that we have is uh, is tough. It's very tough. Travis, thank you for joining the show. Good luck against Sunny Slope on Wednesday and look forward to having you back on as the playoffs continue. Awesome. Thanks, Torrance. I appreciate you having me and uh, everything you do for us. It's great. Thank you. It's time to whip around Central Arizona sports teams and get you caught up on previous results and what's to come this week as the winter sports season draws to a close. Starting with the Badgers, as the girls' basketball team ended the season with a loss to Mingus on a Wednesday to finish 6-12 overall and 2-10 in the region. The boys' soccer team ended the season well, winning three of their last four, including wins last week against Mingus and Coconino. The team finished 5-7 overall and 3-3 in the region. The girls' soccer team lost a heartbreaking 1-0 game to Estrella Foothills on Saturday afternoon at home to fall to 8-3 overall. You can read more about that game on SignalsAZ.com. They ended the regular season on Monday with a road game against Mojave. Playoff brackets should be released soon. Over to Bradshaw Mountain as the girls basketball team ended the regular season last week beating Coconino but losing to Lee Williams to finish at 8-10 overall and 7-5 in the region. They played Post and Butte in the 4A Conference State Playoff play-in game on the road Thursday at 7 p.m. The boys soccer team ended the regular season with a near-perfect record with wins over Coconino and Lee Williams last week to finish with an 11-0-1 record and a 5-0-1 region mark to take home the Grand Canyon Region Championship. 
Brackets for the playoffs will be released soon as round one gets underway on February 14th. The girls' soccer team is struggling as the season comes to a close, losing last week to Coconino and Lee Williams and have now dropped four in a row. At 2-10 overall and 0-5 in region play, they ended the season Monday with a road game against Mingus. On to Chino Valley as the regular season comes to an end this week for the boys' and girls' basketball teams. The boys' basketball team lost to Northwest Christian last week to fall to 1-15 overall. They played Page on Monday and will play Camp Verde on a Wednesday and Scottsdale Christian on Thursday, both on the road. The girls' basketball team also lost to Northwest Christian last week to fall to 1-15. They also played Monday against Page and have road games against Camp Verde on Wednesday and Scottsdale Christian on Thursday to end the season. Over to Collegiate Sports now as the Yavapai College men's basketball team last week beat Central Arizona 70-48 but lost to Chandler Gilbert 61-59 and are now 7-16 overall and 4-11 in the conference. In the loss on Saturday, four players scored double digits led by Cardell Bailey who had 17 points. Next up are home games this week against number 13 Cochise on Wednesday at 5.30pm and number 11 Scottsdale on Saturday at 2pm. The women's basketball team has hit a bit of a rough patch, losing four straight games, including games against Central Arizona and Chandler Gilbert last week. In the loss to Chandler Gilbert on Saturday, Sadie Allred led the team with 14 points. At 7-14 overall and 4-11 in the conference, they play home games this week against number 22 Cochise on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. and Scottsdale on Saturday at 4 p.m. The baseball team in the 2023 Zinger Bat Invitational lost three of four games, losing to number one ranked Central Arizona, New Mexico Junior College, and number 11 ranked Salt Lake, but beat El Paso. In the 9-1 win against El Paso, Jude Hall went one for three with two RBIs and a walk. The team has a doubleheader at home on Thursday against Scottsdale post-grad starting at noon. The softball team, meanwhile, gets their season underway on the road Tuesday with a doubleheader against Pima starting at 1 p.m. They also have a road doubleheader against Mesa on Saturday. Ending the whip around with the Embry-Riddle Eagles, the women's basketball team won both their games last week 88-46 against Cal Maritime and 74-23 against Pacific Union College, both on the road to improve to 15-9 overall and 11-5 in the conference. Next up is a road game against Park Gilbert on Friday before returning home for Senior Day against Benedictine Mesa on Sunday at 2 p.m. The men's basketball team last week lost to Cal Maritime 90-79 but beat Pacific Union College 84-71. In the loss on Sunday, Dennis Pomazano fled the team with 29 points. At 8-15 overall and 6-10 in the conference, the Eagles also played Park Gilbert on the road Friday before Senior Day at home against Benedictine Mesa on Sunday at 4 p.m. The men's golf team last week finished 6th of 11 teams in the OUAZ Spring Shootout, while the women's team finished 3rd of 5 teams in the same event. The Embry-Riddle men's wrestling team beat Montana State Northern 23-18 on Friday, but lost to Providence 31-6 on Saturday. The baseball team last week struggled against Westmont, losing all four games to fall to 3-5 overall on the season. They next play a road game against OUAZ at 5 p.m. on Tuesday and then have four games against Hope International on Friday and Saturday. The softball team had a better weekend, sweeping OUAZ in two games, one of which was an 18-1 victory in five innings while going 1-1 one one against Oregon Tech. In the 5-3 win against Oregon Tech, Kate Delaney went 2-3 for three with two RBIs and Anam Salusi went 1-3 for three with three RBIs. At 3-3 three three overall, they have two against OUAZ on the road Friday and two more against Arizona Christian on Saturday. 
As I do every week, I'll end the show by giving my thoughts on some state sports. This is a huge week for the Phoenix Suns, not only for this season, but in franchise history. Along with games this week against the Nets, Hawks, and Pacers as the number five team in the standings at 29 and 26 and trying to move up, the team will also welcome new owner Matt Ishba and navigate a very important trade deadline. Suns have already reportedly tried to make a big franchise-altering move by offering Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, and a first-round pick in a failed attempt to acquire Kyrie Irving from the Nets. The Suns were the favorite team to acquire Irving's teammate and who the Suns probably want more, Kevin Durant in the offseason, and those rumors have sprung up once again. Even if it's not Kevin Durant, the Suns have been mentioned as a potential trade partner in multiple deals over the past month, and it will be interesting to see if anything comes to fruition. Oh, and Devin Booker appears to be on the track to return this week as well after missing more than a month, providing yet another jolt to the team. Buckle up. This is going to be a very interesting week for the Phoenix Suns. I'm Torrance Thunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday.